Chapter 17 of the Principles of Economics with Applications to Practical Problems. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shana. The Principles of Economics with Applications to Practical Problems by Frank Albert Fetter. Chapter 17 The Theory of Time Value Definition and Scope of Time Value Number 1 Time value is the difference between the values of things at different times. Things differ in value according to form, place, quality of goods, and according to the feelings of men, and, not least important factor, according to time. The simplest and clearest case of time value is the difference noticeably in the same thing at different moments is this good worth more now or next week shall this apple be eaten now or next winter these questions can be answered only after comparing the marginal utilities which differ according to the varying conditions of the two periods all other cases of time value can by practical device of substituting other goods of equivalent value be reduced to the typical case of comparison of the same thing at different times the comparison may be very similar things the one being consumed being replaced by a duplicate an apple borrowed now may be returned next year in the form of one of the same size and quality the essential thing in this comparison is not physical identity but the equivalence in size sort and quality at the two periods this is borrowing under the renting contract. But two or more quite different things may be expressed in terms of another thing and so be made comparable. Money becomes the value unit through which different things may be reduced to the same term for comparison. With this mode of expressing the value equivalence of various goods, the interest contract first becomes possible. Money, the standard of deferred payments, being the thing exchanged, possibly only in name at periods of time what is really compared are various gratifications which may be produced by different material things or services in this last analysis comparison of values at different periods of time must be a comparison of psychic incomes of two sums of gratification the comparison of the value of a bushel of apples that of a barrel of potatoes or a suit of clothes at the same moment appears simple enough when all are expressed in terms of money the comparison of each with its value equivalent at a later date becomes easy the simplicity and obviousness of time value in the case of money loans at interest men at first to recognize that phase of the problem exclusively and later the term interest and not without much confusion of thought was given a wider significance. Let us see now how a large part of the whole problem of time value is outside of the money loan. Number two. The problem of time value is quite separable from the concept of money and capital, though usually connected with them in practice and theory. It is true that the problem of time value was first clearly recognized in connection with money and formally expressed in capital sum. Misled by this fact and taking very narrow view, writers 75 years ago recognized but 
dimly the problem of time value in connection with the valuation of the incomes derived from land it is true as has been shown above that there are mere putting of an estimate on a durable good which as land involves the process of capitalization which in turn implies a comparison of the values of the rents expected at different periods diminishing returns in the use of agents involves a loss of time to secure the usufructs emerging the relation of these facts was not clearly seen until of late the phenomena of time value as above defined may seem to be broader even than that of capitalization the difference in the value of the successive rents of wealth must have been recognized and in some degree measured before there were any conscious calculation of capital value differences in value due to time are everywhere the problem of time value often is present where money is not even spoken or thought of money causes no more this time difference in value than balance causes weight number three the problem of time value is involved in repairs and depreciations and in the use of consumption of goods it is possible as we have seen to increase the sum available for present needs and to encroach upon the future by postponing repairs on intermediate goods the balancing of the cost of repairs against the future income is a never-ending task in practical business while making repairs must purchase the needed materials and labor at a capitalization determined by their expecting earning power in the other industries if the repairs in question will not ensure an annual savings as great as the expected rent they will not be made when an industry is declining it may for the sake of putting the capital in a better business be good policy to let the machinery fall into bad repair the problem of time value is involved in the application of one's energy to repairing one's own possessions it is a thought of wide bearings that numberless minor decisions in every petty business involve if they are correctly made a measuring of rate of capitalization as will be more fully shown in the discussion relation of the prevailing rate of interest to saving the recognition of time value is implied in the use men make of consumption goods in their postponement of enjoyment in their storing of goods for future use the varying gratifications yielded by consumption goods and their value in different conditions cannot be explained without taking account of differences in time wherever there can be a choice in the time at which and consequently in the conditions under which a thing can be used there is a choice presented between the different values time value is present even in a period during which no goods continue to exist as when a good is consumed at a moment of greater need to be replaced at a time with less value if an apple is borrowed on the promise to return an apple and a peach at the end of the year the peach represents the time difference in value but in the meantime there has been no apple in existence it is only a figurative sense that it may be said that the interest is paid on that capital interest is paid because of a difference in want gratifying power but during the interval there is no material capital number four 
the problem of time value is involved in much foolish pleasure in prodigality and in vice economics touches frequently on the borders of ethics if there were to be formulated an economics of personal conduct it surely would give a large place to the comparison between present and future pleasures forethought or prudence is the virtue of recognizing not only future dangers to be avoided but the future joys to be gained in exchange for present pleasures the reckless and prodigal underestimate the future and broader all to gratify the moment's impulse the drinker exchanges the hopes of worthy life for the exhilaration of the spree indulgence in social pleasures if secured at the price of lost sleep weakened health and debauched character are loans from the future made by youthful prodigals at unserious interest if no one ever paid more than a moderate rate of interest for the gratification of his present whims and impulses most hospitals drug stores and medical colleges would close and have if not all the prisons would be empty indeed time difference in value is a universal phenomenon of life and conduct contract interest is but one phenomenon form of time value and this in turn is but one phase of value this section may serve to suggest how to be more varied and pervasive the fact of time value is than that has usually been recognized in popular or economic discussion of the subject of interest the adjustment of the rate of time discount number one the fixing of the discount on future goods is in its essence like the fixing of the market price of consumption goods this problem appears to be one of the most difficult in economic theory but reduced to its simplest terms it is an aspect of exchange value and its ultimate explanation must be found in a comparison of psychic incomes there must be noted the conditions of demand and supply the interplay and final equilibrium of the two forces the declining and marginal utility to the two parties to exchange must be carefully analyzed one who can do these things is prepared to find the answer to the problem of time value whenever a group of buyers and sellers meet a ratio of exchange commonly will be arrived at the ratio of exchange between buyers and sellers of present and future rents likewise is fixed at the estimates of marginal pair which at point the amount offered and taking comes to equilibrium for that at no point motive exists for anyone to change size number two time value as the premium rate on present goods is unlikely the ordinary market price of goods only in the special nature of utilities exchanged the peculiar need in the theory of this subject is clear understanding on this point the goods exchanged or compared are direct or indirect goods or present and future goods or more generally speaking two goods or groups of goods unequally distant in time from present enjoyment what are sold in a case such as capitalization involving an estimate of time value are present goods or gratifications what are brought 
our future gratifications or indirect agents which stand for typify or make possible future gratifications practically every man in the market acts on the knowledge of what the exchange of direct and indirect goods means yet abstractedly stated the thoughts seem at first difficult in valuing any durable good the theory of time value is implied every time a machine a house a book a field is bought the distinction between direct and indirect goods is acted upon for a choice has been made between present enjoyment and future provision anything that endures is an indirect good and implies in its valuation a premium rate on these present goods the real nature of the exchange in time valuation is made unclear by this uncertainty of life leading men to work on to provide against the possibility of mishaps for the most part of the world's treasures never for to their temporary owners the gratification they typify or give the nature of this exchange is made unclear also by habit under the influence of which the exchange in so many cases is not clearly thought out is not the result of close comparison of the utilities and goods in present and future moments the real nature of this exchange is made unclear by the indirect or induced gratification derived from wealth wealth gives to its owner power prestige the esteem of his fellows and pride and evidence of success and growing prosperity its very possession creates a new need and imparts to another utility that of insuring against the misery of a declining fortune one who has enjoyed wealth and power men make the greatest efforts upon the last moment of life to retain wealth they will enjoy only in this subtle and indirect way thus every motive leads men to postpone present enjoyment makes them bidders for indirect agents and for future goods and helps determine the market rate of premium on the present and discount on the future number three there being a limited number of indirect agents the limited powers in a given period limit the supply of present goods the principle is familiar that value is always connected with relative scarcity now the desire for the present good is indefinitely large if the right kind and quality could be had at will an enormous greater amount of present goods would be used but the present goods are dependent on indirect agents the psychic income of a civilized community is dependent on a favorable and extremely refined environment houses libraries theaters the agencies of travel as well as the sources supplying the more material needs these indirect agents even in the richest communities are limited in variety in quality and in number but if the indirect agents could produce an indefinitely large product at any given moment the supply of present goods could be indefinitely increased the supply of utilities therefore is limited by diminishing returns in the use of agents making the maximum yield depend upon the lapse of time the uses any given material can yield in a limited period have an absolute limit an acre of land with the most perfect cultivation cannot feed the world but remove the limit of time wait an eternity 
and an acre would yield an infinite crop. The economic return of a given agent in a given period is reached much sooner than the technical return. If agents are forced to yield more bountifully, it is at the sacrifice of utilities and other agents, and at a point of maximum net yield is found in any given period. Here is also the lapse of time the condition of the increase of net utilities derived from limited agents. Number four, the rate of capitalization of income and the rate of contract interest on money capital tend to unite into a single market rate. A person wishing to exchange present goods or income for future goods may buy an income bearer at its capitalized value or he may create a new rent bearer having saved a sum of money either he may purchase a factory known to be profitable or he may hire the services of men and unite them with materials and machinery to create a new industry or a new form of income bearer or he may loan his money to others to make either kind of purchase in any one of these three cases it is evident that the capitalization that is, the discounting of future rents and goods, is the primary and important factor in making possible the emergence of a surplus or net yield over and above the value of the capital. The expected uses contained not only in whole industrial establishments, but in the particular materials and agents united to form new agents, are purchased at their capitalized value that is, the future uses have been discounted and have entered into the price of the goods as less than they will be when realized as actual rents. This is the crucial point in the theory of either contract interest or of time value, for to explain the rate of interest as due to the process of producing capital agents out of other materials is to beg the question involved. The surplus yielded by the capital above its cost but the realization of a net income made possible by discounting a future rents. A person wishing to make exchange of the opposite kind to that described may sell his wealth for money. He may exchange for present enjoyable goods his income at his capitalized value. Or he may use up what he has, let it depreciate, fail to make repairs, converted to consumption purposes and thus invade his earning power when the interest rate is five percent the sacrifice of any unit of regular income permits the spending of twenty times that amount for present enjoyment the advantages of these various methods tend to equilibrium if the owners of developed productive agents hold them at a too high a capitalized value Investors will apply their efforts and savings to duplicating these forms of wealth. If in turn any of the minor factors as materials or uses of goods are overvalued, overcapitalized, it will ultimately appear in check in the demand for them at these prices and in a reduction in the demand for money loans. As it is possible for any investor or for any borrower to choose among these investments and loans, there are practically but one rate, the rate which expresses the general ratio of exchange between present and future income. 
owners and investors take line of least resistance get the most they can for the money and choose whatever form is most advantageous the interrelations between the various interest rates are therefore close and consistent the money market of interest thus extends over all forms of wealth and pervades every form of business the value of every durable agent is fixed with reference to a prevailing interest rate through the discounting to their present worth of all the incomes it is believed to obtain number five where the goods are sold at a for sale or sacrifice it is equivalent to contract loan at a high rate of interest market values being dependent upon market conditions the offer of goods at a, any given moment may not find the usual or number of buyers or the usual demand just such a condition is most likely to exist in times when businessmen feel an unusual need of money two courses are open to them in this emergency either to borrow the money at a very high rate of interest holding the goods for better prices or to sell the goods under the unfavorable conditions at the end of both courses is the same to get ready money and the methods are not essentially unlike the exchange of greater future values for present values the sacrifice sale thus reveals the merchant high estimate of the interest rate the purchaser of some kinds of property in times of depression is securing them at a lower capitalization than they will later have the rise in value may be foreseen as well by seller as by buyer but the low capitalization reflects the high interest rate temporarily obtaining a t stewart is said to have laid the foundation of his fortune when being out of debt himself he bought up the bankrupt stocks of his competitors in a great financial panic the high contract interest at such times is but the reflection of the high premium on present purchasing power here then is another mode in which the prevailing rate of interest in money loans is kept in close harmony with the rate of time valuation number six the rate of contract interest on safe long-term loans registers pretty nearly the prevailing rate of time discount in the community there are of course different capital markets and the estimates put upon next year's income as compared with this year's is very different in montana new york and london because of the friction in the transfer of investments from one locality to another these difficulties may persist indefinitely but within each capital market the interest on any particular loan for reasons readily seen tend to conform pretty closely to the prevailing rate various groups of men living in the same community however varying estimates of time value the increase of safe long time bonds issued by strong corporations and by wealthy nations as for example the new york central railroad and the government of great britain gives a large number of choice investments where the element of risk is almost entirely absent various agencies have developed for making the loans that is for bringing the borrower and lender together with the minimum of trouble and expense 
other efficient but somewhat more costly agencies for bringing together the owners of loanable capital and men wishing to use capital are saving banks building and loan associations insurance companies issuing endowment policies and mortgage investment companies of many kinds while on the one side of the building are thousands of lenders offering to exchange ready money for assured incomes on the other hand are thousands of borrowers offering to exchange the promise of assured incomes for ready money if either of these classes got too far out of touch with the prevailing rate of capitalization to which all the valuations are adjusted that class will lose greatly number seven all the net usufructs actually yielded by wealth are rents economic time discount is never realized income it is merely a calculation form or anticipation of the difference between present and future gratifications there has been much discussion as to what should be the relation and thought between rent and interest space permits here only an indication of the value on the view of this question involved in the foregoing treatment rent as the term is here applied includes all the net productivity and attribute to the ownership and use of capital whether the yield will be in economic form in an incremental value or in a contractual form even contractual money interest must be looked upon as a species of the genius contract rent the peculiarity in the money loan being merely that the thing which is agreed upon is a certain number of units of the standard of money the term interest first applied in the middle ages to a payment for the use of a money loan came to be more used broadly by earlier economists as the income attributable to those goods which generally were bought and sold in terms of money in other words interest was supposed though erroneously to be uniquely and connected with the particular production instruments to which the terms capital was narrowly and mistakenly confined still more to add to the confusion the term interest was about this same time identified with the broad problem of time value the terminology has remained ever since in this stage of arrested development our suggestion is to retain the word interest and its original meaning still almost universally in business circles of a contractual payment on money loans applying the term time value for lack of a better word to a subtler economic problem time value is here understood to be that of all pervading difference in the values of uses and gratifications of wealth at different points in time a comparison of the value of momentarily appearing uses of wealth is the rent problem here are therefore very different aspects of the value problem the rent conception is either grasped by men is near the point of logic the concept of time value has only been recently clearly recognized if men only lived in the moment they would be concerned only with rent living in the future also they are constantly regulating their acts with reference to time value. End of chapter 17